What's up, you swollen knee deviants? We're back. We've returned. Thank you for listening to the show. This week, we talk quite a bit. Chainsaw Man, Episode 9, My Hero Academia, Season 6, Episode 10, Spy Family, Episode 22. Uh, we get into the news feed. There's a lot of very interesting anime slash Disney slash more Disney-related things, MCU-related stuff. We may or may not shit on The Rock again. Tune in to find out. Uh, and then we end on To Your Eternity, Season 2, Episode 7, Mob Psycho, Season 3, Episode 9, Blue Luck, Episode 9, and of course, the Q&A. Uh, if you'd like to join the Q&A and have your questions answered on the show, follow us at Part-Time Otaku Podcast on Instagram, and make sure to subscribe to the show however you listen to it, whether that's Spotify, Podcasts, iTunes, whatever, Apple Podcasts, you you know what I mean, you get the, you get the GIF. Okay, uh, play the thing. Psycho season one, two, three, four. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. How you doing there, tadpole? Oh, I'm good. Swimming along, swimming along. We little whippersnapper. <laughs> you uh, stripling. Is is that another tadpole reference? Uh, yeah, it was. It showed up in the synonyms list that, that I was looking through. So. Um, I simultaneously never want to see that list, and I also like would want to have it framed on my wall. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Um, how are you? How's your week going? Ah, uh, tired. Rain. You know the typical. Yeah. You know, actually, we're, we're, we're getting old. Feeling it. I'm. I actually feel it in my joints now. Oh, so that's um. That's just my life now. Our life, I suppose. But uh, yeah, it is. I just like. I'm realizing too we're we're a week or not a week we're a day late. Um, sorry, mm. listener, but like we're also not sorry. It's like we have lives, okay, yeah. and things have to happen, and you get that. So relax. Um, but also, but, mm-hmm. Christmas parties. I'm over them. <laughs> yeah, I'm over Christmas parties, dude. Um, you know what I am realizing though, Grant? Have we recorded since we had our little Spotify wrapped? Thing. No, I don't think we have actually. Yeah, we haven't talked directly about that to each other or to the audience. So I think first I gotta say congratulations, Grant. Well done. Congratulations, David. Well done. We, uh, you know, we try not to stay glued to the metrics. I think that would maybe be potentially a little unhealthy. Uh, mm. This outlet for us was started as a way to keep the friendship alive through COVID, and it turned into this beautiful podcast. But we try not to live and die by any listening numbers or like numbers or any of that stuff but all of that said it was still put a smile on our face yeah (laughs) it was still pretty crazy to see all the growth in 2022 um so thank you everyone listening if whether you're uh an existing or a new listener uh, we we really appreciate it yeah we're happy you're here um maybe we'll make like a we'll put a permanent post on wrapped on our feed on instagram at part-time otaku podcast which you should be following um if you're curious about how we did but yeah it was really really encouraging to see some of those numbers are pretty crazy, like top 20% of all subscribed podcasts. I have a feeling like I understand why the, that number is there. It's probably, I don't, I don't want to get into analytics, but like, it's still pretty cool. We're established. Still, yeah. We've put thousands of minutes, hundreds of hours uh, into this fun little project. And yeah, it's already surpassed all my expectations. Um, yes. So yeah, well done, sir. And we are not stopping anytime soon. So No, we're it's... going nowhere, uh, yeah. like it or not. Okay, so... Now that we're we're into this, let's talk about the flagship anime yeah. currently airing uh, today, which has got to be Chainsaw Man. Episode 9, consider this your spoiler warning. Um, we're going to get into this episode, I mean, like, now. 
So, Grant, I watched this like two hours ago. Oh, okay. I, I, I watched it yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, so it's... Uh, Chainsaw Man is a tricky uh, one because... It is. Tuesday is a weird release date. Tuesday is a really weird release date. It's also the day we typically record the podcast, so it doesn't mm-hmm. leave us a ton of time. And more than that, if we have to push things back a day, like this week, for example, because everyone's watching Chainsaw Man, there are just spoilers everywhere. Like, past that 24-hour mark, if you haven't seen it, you got to be careful on the internet, you know what I'm saying? But- but you know what's even worse is that like the show drops at like noon our time, so twelve p.m. our time, and yeah. you know like I think you know I, I can't remember which show it was before, but you and I have definitely had this conversation. But Chainsaw Man has been one of the more recent shows where internet, um, what's the word? Uh, trolls. Like, no, not not trolls, but like usually outlets. like outlets have like a little more control over themselves, and like they'll put off stills. Yeah. And like favorite scene, like they'll give it like you know, like you said, the twenty four hour. There's kind of like a code of ethics. I feel like with you know for this kind of thing, spoilers, yeah. and like no one wastes any time. Like uh, there's a lot of like anime news outlets you and I follow on Twitter or you know Instagram mm-hmm. and whatnot. And like within fifty minutes, I saw yesterday they had like major stills just posted. I'm like, well, okay, I know a character is not dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. So I was a little choked by that. I was a little irritated too. Okay, we can get into that because Makima isn't dead and yeah. I also got spoiled because of like, it might have been like fucking Crunchyroll like posting a picture of her or like some outlet yeah. like from the new episode, you know, 12 hours after it aired. I was like, what? Really? Like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I guess I'll see tomorrow, but that was super irritating. Yeah, mm. it's, I think it's just, you know, the, I think it comes... I think it comes with the territory of like the hype of the show. Like, it does you know, the 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 train that it is just actually like, blasting through everything. So you know, this is if anything, it's a blast from the past. If you remember when we were covering Attack on Titan, like if you didn't watch it that day, it was like, yeah. dude, the algorithm, both like because of how plugged into it we were, <laughs> like yeah. you just, you have zero chance. You have to not yeah. be on the internet. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thankfully, it was Sunday, so like you know, thankfully you and I, you know, we're like we're home. You know, yeah. like it's you know we're you know we're not fully on the internet that day, but but still, yeah, it was it was really easy to catch one. But right. um, all in all, like great episode, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I I really loved it. I love how uh, gorgeous this show is. I yes. I haven't felt this way in a long time. Where I want to rewatch this show like now, like I want to binge it. Yeah. Um, while it's airing, which is a really weird feeling to have. So I think you mentioned it's only like twelve episodes, right? Yeah, we're we're on the uh, last little tail end of it. Yeah, you know? so there's only three left. So once uh, all twelve are out and it's wrapped up, I think I might binge the whole first part, this whole this whole run because it's been so fun, man. Yeah, well, again, like kind of kind of sidebar, but um, you know, you know, I've been back and forth. I've recently, you know, good good or bad, I discovered the Shonen Jump manga app, oh, yeah. and. Uh, you know, so I've, you know, like I've been reading Bleach. I don't know why, you know, Mother's Basement put a phenomenal video essay out on the Bleach anime and the manga. And it kind oh, of really? got, well, he was really hitting home, like just, you know, and he was showing still to the artwork. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to want to, I don't want to watch Bleach, but I think I'll read it. And I, I'm enjoying it. But that aside, I, re- I read the first chapter of uh, Chainsaw Man today. Oh, nice. Because and Shonen Jump app, yeah. Yeah, and it's all there. It's just all sitting there. And That's so weird. Huge error on my part because I don't want to stop reading. Yeah. Um, it, it, the the way that first episode kind of just grabs you and kind of shakes you of like, all right, like you're not getting out of the ride now. Like you want to see what happens next. I feel like the manga does that on the exact same level. Really? It's, yeah. it, it, the one to one is is very very cool. So 
but um so yeah so to your point of like wanting to rewatch it i, I i'm in the same boat that's cool. but uh, i also want to read it but uh no this this you know what like this show just continues to get heavier each week and i'm actually kind of surprised and the them playing around with plot armor it's i think that's kind of like not a gripe that you and i have but uh-huh. we tend to like kind of see it like a mile away yeah. and they really they really played with expectations in a, in a fun way this episode that's it's always nice to be surprised i i agree like if you were nine episodes in and think about some of the more provocative moments that the show has right there's a lot of dismemberment there's mm-hmm. a lot of death there was a surprising amount of like adult sexual content that was not yep. like done in the typical fan service anime way mm-hmm. um you know there's drinking and blurred out vomit and <laughs> um surprise deaths of some characters that we were really starting to get to know and like yeah. and some of those may actually be permanent it's i don't know man it's like they're really um pushing the boundaries of i guess what i'm used to i don't want to be like they're pushing the boundaries of what's been done because i'm not sure. an yeah expert, no, no, right? no i i fully get what you're saying yeah but it's, i haven't seen something this big do this kind of stuff in this way before if that makes not sense. not in this era i don't think you know like i'm sure like you know every couple of years like there is a show that is a little provocative and a little you know you know without you know sounding a little hyperbolic or you know but like a little you know, thought-provoking. Yeah, of and course. And kind of pushing the envelope, even just a little bit. And mm-hmm. you can feel in so many ways. I think the animation is the forefront with this one. Like, what they're doing with CG is, like, very, very impressive. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the season, if that's one of the biggest takeaways of the show, yeah. if it's not the story, which it is, and the action, which it is, and, you know, all, all this and that, the package, the animation, like you said, right up top is, you know, it's top-notch. And the it, way they, the, the fluidity of it is, and that's how you know it's working. Because you don't notice. It's just, you're in for the ride. You know? That's the thing, too, is, like, I I know this sounds like you're saying the obvious part out loud, but, like, people need to hear it, and I think sometimes we need to be reminded, like, animation quality does so much for the product beyond things just looking nice. Mm-hmm. Like, the tone of today's episode, like, there's this scene with Makima at this uh, at temple at a high <sighs> altitude, yeah. and, like... W- that scene is probably gorgeous no matter what because of how beautifully it's written. But, mm-hmm. like, the fact that it just so happened to look stellar really elevated everything. You know what I mean? Like, it takes everything to the next level when, you're, when your animation her, is... Her voice, her, her voice actor is, at, like, dude, phenomenal. She's like, really, really good. She has never once gone, like, up or down an octave. Like, it's just the same decibel the entire time it's, it's actually impressive like how still i guess you know i guess you know it's all in the sound booth it's easy to control it but even in like tense situations and, and you know like between you know that heightened moment the heightened moment on the train like her voice is just so like you know straight and narrow it's it, it's kind of haunting honestly you know yeah, at first i, I thought it. it was it's weird how like a voice doesn't change but you can still get different effects from it, it depending on the context you know like you get the yeah. you get the you know, that first, there's that one, the scene with, you know, when she first finds Denji, but I think the one that's always stuck out to, I think we've talked about it before is in the second episode where they're at the, like the, the truck stop or whatever, and she's getting him some food. You can kind of just see like the numbers running through her mind of like how she's going to manipulate Denji a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you hear her talk and you kind of get that feel and then the office and you can always just feel like, the, you know, the, the pressure she's pushing on people. It's fantastic performance. I yeah. really, really like her. I think the word you used is right. She's kind of haunting. Yeah. Like, we're afraid of her and we don't know why well and they did like you know i think probably the the most anime ism 
in this episode is, you know, like there's that scene at, at you know, at the temple and, you know, she's kind of like doing her business and, you know, the, uh, I love like context characters. Like they're just in the background. They're like, Oh, like, why are we wearing these, you know, eye bands? Yeah. And, you know, and they're like, Oh, you know, like no one's allowed to essentially no one's allowed to like know her power. And it's like, you know, like we know Makima had like an ace up her sleeve. Like there's some power to her, but like, even then like the, you know, kind of like the funny or the ex- explanation of the vagueness continues. I, I really yeah. love little shit like that. It's again, it, you only see that in anime and even shows like this, like they have those moments. And you're like, ah, it's, you it's, know, it's just like all the other shows, you know, I love it. You're right. This was like not nearly as offensive. Like, dude, I was watching something. I think it might've been last night. It might've been my hero or Blue Lock, or To Your Eternity. Like, what does that say about the state of anime? Because they all they all of those shows would do this kind of thing, where, like, yeah. character unnamed character shows up on screen, and he go, and he's like, okay, now that I'm here, allow me to exp- explain my character motivations on why I'm doing this. It's like, well, as you know, well, just so you know, uh, when I was a kid, I was burned by Endeavor, and that's why. It's like, all right, guys, do we really have to do the whole... Can you not just do the scene? Like, do you uh, gotta give me the prelude? I, I appreciate it. what they're trying, but um, Chainsaw Man hasn't had like that bad of, uh, you know, they haven't done it to that degree. And it's it's funny because you tend to see it, you tend to see moments like that at the very beginning of shows, like in a first season, mm-hmm. or like you know, in the, like a season opener, like in you know a single season, or like a show where it's long in the tooth, similar to like My Hero, where they it's like that reminder and all that. So it's funny, you know, like you know, you do like we're in the first season. So we, you tend to see stuff like that and it's, we can be a little more reserved. Yeah. It's like, it can fit the story better, but, but also too, like, um, it was nice to see, I was half right. Kobeni lived, uh, Arai died. Uh, yeah. he took one to the neck. So the girl with the knife was called Kobeni. Kobeni, I believe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well done on that. I saw that right away and it's got, and I'll be happy. She's alive. Yeah. But, but, um, Himeno looks what, like she's gone. Yeah, I think so. But like, you know what? I, th- <sighs> see like what are you touring because that hand kind of walked away afterwards no because at the end of the day like the devils are the devils like their contract just because you know their contract is ended with a person doesn't mean like they're over because we haven't really gotten into how to i guess we have seen devils completely killed because like the zombie devil was killed but right i I think the ghost is still kicking around but i think himeno was an interesting character because she was kind of a arbiter of kind of like um, uh, emotion mm-hmm. in the show, like uh, out of like dent, like everyone's kind of like a little cold, you know, and she is too. But I think of course, like right, before, you know, in her moments before her death, she really kind of, she was like that little bit of a, sp- like a sunshine in the yeah, show. She had more and, heart on her sleeve than anyone else. Right. And she, she, did, was, and, she was a little more of an extrovert. For sure. And I, like I said, I had no concrete info, but it feels like, the, I don't think she's gone for good. Like whether she comes back to life, I don't think it's anything like that. But mm-hmm. I think her presence is going to be a big part of the show going forward, no matter what. Like obviously, just the connection between you know Aki and and, and whatnot. But um, I, I just think that was too strong of a personality and too big of a character for just to be written off like that. Like I know, like you know, and like you know, in a lot of anime, some aren't safe. Not all characters are completely mm-hmm. safe, but. I, I really, I think deep down, you know, I could be wrong, but I think deep down, Himeno is going to have some, like, lasting presence in the show. Interesting. Maybe not the rest of this season, but I think in some way, the, her, I think she'll be back in, in some capacity. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. Aki, critical condition. Denji, well, cut in half. Critical. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so That's the guy splattering? he fights was Katana called... Man. Katana Man? Yeah, Katana Man, Katana Devil. Yeah. Whatever you... So here... He, I'm sure I could find the answer to this, but I'm afraid to Google. Yeah, it's a Do you tough know thing. what their relationship is? Like, in the episode prior, that Katana guy showed Denji a picture. Yes. So Do you know what yeah, was going so on there? The, the Yakuza guy who was, like... Essentially, Denji's dad owed debt to this Yakuza guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Denji killed him because, you know, he became the... I think he just became, like, another zombie with the from the zombie devil or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. He's either the son or the nephew of that guy. Oh. And he had, like, a little monologue about, like, yeah, he was a piece of shit. He only killed a couple women and a couple kids in his life. But, like, he took care of me and he spoiled me and, he, you know, stuff like that. And, and like, Denji killed, killed him. And Denji killed him, yeah. So, but, um, th- you know what? Like, it, it's interesting because that whole character and, like, you know, his connection to Denji in some way. Like, you can definitely tell, like, they're... It almost feels like there's, like, the crew that has attacked them has been amassed for, like, or brought together for, like, a reason. A specific I, purpose. To get the I chainsaw's heart, right? Yeah. I don't, like, I don't think it's some, like, secret cabal. I think it's, like, almost like a makeshift, like, get a crew together to go after them now. Because it just, you know, like, it almost seems like... Or maybe they could be, like, a known group. Because, like, Makima knew all their names. I think that's the thing that's really been puzzling me since this episode. Yeah. Is she had all of, like, the... Yeah, the, essentially the the grunts. So that, that's the peculiar. Them, so. Let's talk about that. First, we have to say I think the reveal of her power and the mechanics <laughs> of what she's able to do. Like she got life sentence prisoners and brought them to a specific location, yeah. presumably for maybe some kind of spiritual boost or like line of sight. Who knows? But like that whole reveal of how she t- killed those people was awesome. Yeah. Um like watching her contort her hands and like the, you know the back and forth shots of her like as she, and... as she moves her hands you can cuts to the person's face and it's like actually making that motion before it just it completely gets like squashed yeah like the little the little you know animation like that is little just, details right like you don't need to do that you could just explode them you know yeah. but they t- they take the time they do they the made it and all that. Yeah. sexy yeah like they did as gross as it, that was total gross out. Like, leanna's been in and out of chainsaw man she hasn't been watching it all and she was in bed watching it with me uh, last night, and she was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Sam was cooking, <laughs> like, and I just kept, I just kept yelling, "Oh, oh, shit!" And she's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. Okay, so, but I want to go back on what you said. So the the weirdest thing to me is that she had the names of the grunts, but mm-hmm. how did she not have the names of the two, the katana man and the woman controlling him with the snake devil? Like, was that intended? Did she want to scare them? Did she not have their names? If if not, why did she have the lower ranking names? Like, is this plot armor and just simply, like, because confrontations will happen later? Or is this, like, part of a conspiratorial plot and we're going to find out cool answers later? I think cool answers later. But I think... So there was an interesting tidbit at the, the, the drinking party scene where you know i think they kind of like try to goad uh kobeni to reveal like her her contract uh-huh. and like makima's there and she's like no 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 like you know it's or, or actually it might have been himeno too actually or someone spoke up and it's like it's always best to like hold off on yeah. people knowing what it is like you know for as long as you can because i think there's some truth i think there might be some like some I think if your contract is revealed, like, people can plot against you maybe a little better. Yeah, they can so, probably... Like, you're showing your hand, right? So, my... Again, my just mental math, like, my take on that might be is, you know, 
the the two villains, I guess, aren't re- like you know their devil contracts were probably hidden until that moment, mm. so it was hard to like know who they were, right? Or sure, or or whatnot, or you know maybe you can't target like a devil user like that, or yeah, or in what way? I don't know, like. The the mechanics think, of the world are so yeah. like so many avenues it could be like I'm just salivating over I I love this shit yeah like, but your answer is you think this is gonna get explained I think so yeah. I think there's a reason for it you know like, I I still don't think Makima is on the up and up like even remotely yeah um, what do we think about her not dying like we haven't even talked about that like we could do this whole podcast just on Chainsaw Man but I like, know it was such a good episode do you think that was a body double do you think she has like a fail safe devil contract could be could be a one-off like we don't like we the like the, the fairies roof. from zelda like if you have oh, a yeah, if you a slip bottle. and fall you get one <laughs> you get one I, it's it's interesting because like the um, I, maybe my hero is like not away but like it, like i think to like naruto like the they all have like their own kind of move set and like they're the mechanics of it are so unique to like that person it's hard to like truly understand it you know there's like a whole thing of like stealing other moves and all that but like i find it in this show is in a similar way like it's it seems kind of so up in the air like it's it's almost hypothetical how everything works so it's you know it's it's hard to like lock down powers and like why it works that way and like you know what constitutes uh like enough of a sacrifice to use a move at a time and you know it's it's also like it's kind of a quagmire when you think about it. Like, there's just so much lore, so much stuff thrown at us. It's it's kind of... The way it's, like, trickling, you know, through us each episode, we're getting a little bit more and more and more. At, like, at such an even pace. Like, it's not too much every episode. So it's... I don't know. It's... Fuck, man. I, I'm, I'm digging in love it. with this show. So fucking good. It's... uh This one's climbing the charts for 2022, I'll tell you that. I'm excited <laughs> for us to do our, like... Year I'm assuming we're going to do some kind of year-in-review pod. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. All right, um, we could keep going on Chainsaw Man, but we should probably move forward. We should probably um, move forward. What an episode, though! Really, really happy with it. Um, let's talk My Hero Academia season six, episode ten. Consider that your spoiler warning. So this, and and I'm not complaining. This episode feels to me like they like they let a little bit of air out of the bag. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like you can't have just like urgency episode 10 out of 10 crazy action-packed like you can't just have 10 of those in a row because then and credit where credit's due they there was the few episodes where they needed to keep their foot on the gas they did and the fact that they had to let up a little bit i'm not going to fault them for that because you know i'm not going to say like it was getting too much because it wasn't i was i was enjoying the breakneck speed um this style breakneck speed you know my hero's always kind of done that but not great ways um no it's (sighs) Again, you know, it, it's funny because you and I have wanted these moments so bad, right? Like mm-hmm. the the lore of one for all and all for one. And it kind of just, I think getting into the scene where they're in like the that negative zone or whatever. Sort of this shadow it, realm of like subconscious. It, it kind of happened a little fast. You know, I was like, I wasn't really sure like, oh, are, are we doing this? And then, you know, uh, you know, um, the, the grandmother there. Um, Nana Shimura. Yeah, she kind of, you know, she, she shows up and all that. Like, it was a good episode, but it was just kind of, like, a lot of grandstanding between, like, the villains and the heroes. You know, it yeah. was kind of, like, yelling at each other across the room. Kind of weird because, you know, we want more of this. And it was cool to see there be, like, a confrontation. Like, if I have to give episode of the season to anything so far, it definitely would have been last episode, episode 100%. 9. Yep. Like, that Absolutely. was... 
it felt like watching Deku like have like it's all it almost felt like an end of the show kind of battle you know what I mean mm-hmm. there was so much urgency and like yeah this kind of just eases up on that a little bit it feels like there's two to three plots in this episode we spend a lot of time in that subconscious zone between mm-hmm. arguing between uh, all for one and Tomura and then Nana Tomura and then uh, and then Deku and then do we have do we have a name for the original holder of Deku's quirk? I don't think so. I think so. Uh, maybe He's we just, have a, a name actually, but it's they might just brother. call him the first holder. Like we get a lot of little brother. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of that. Um, yeah. But there's that plot line. There's the Toga is upset that twice is dead plot line. Not. And then there's the Gigantomachia is still, like, a bulldozer on his way oh, to fuck shit up. If there's one thing, like, I just, I'm kind of, like, my brain, I don't have the mental energy for, it's the whole Gigantomachia stuff. Like, Yeah, it's weird. I, so, my prediction. I've never liked, I've never liked that character person, or that yeah, whole setup. It's very weird. I My bet is that they're going to use him to, like, roll this into a second conflict. Like, let Tomura escape. And then maybe all the villains, or rather, all the heroes have to face down, have a showdown with Gigantomachia, who, like, Gigantomachia, whatever his name is. And he allows, like, the League of Villains people to escape. Yeah. You know, it is it is interesting. The thought I had at the end of this episode was, where do we actually go from here? I kind of, I actually feel like this whole story might be kind of over. Um, Which part? You know, like, I think the League of Villains are coming to an end. You know, like, I think they're going to be back, you know, maybe whether it's, like, a couple seasons from now. But I it almost feels like they're going to be reverting back to school and kind of, like, learning, kind of, like, more learning the ropes. Yeah. Because this kind of feels final. Like, they're, they're kind of setting up, like, you know, Shigaraki has a lot, like, left to recover. Like, I, I feel like yeah. he's going to essentially, you know, be hit or one for all, whatever he is now. God, if they just hide him for oh, another boy. season and a half after like three episodes of action, I'm gonna be so. Pissed. But doesn't it doesn't it kind of feel like that? Like where it they, does. where are they really gonna go? Like there's definitely gonna be like a rebuilding kind of arc, or, well, or something. It just kind of feels like there's gonna be a new villain potentially. Like this I think is the irritating part. Played their cards already. Yeah, this is the irritating part. We've talked about pacing in my hero, and like my hero has a lot of strengths, but like <laughs> a concise story, yeah. concise storytelling is not one of them. So like. Mm. If we go through all of this and, like, a few more action episodes, but, like, yeah, to your point, we end up back in school, like, in that classroom doing, like, I don't know, like, being sidekicks to heroes and having, like, Monster of the Week type shit. Like, it's hard to have any interest for that because this we're on season six. We've done yeah. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't afford to do another six seasons to, until they get to grade two. You know what I mean? Or the second time grade. jump. I, th- I feel a time jump, too. I would love a time jump. They, like... The show has covered a huge amount of ground in six seasons, but yeah. not enough in-world time has passed. No. So, like, they need to fix that somehow. Because um, otherwise, there's just not going to be a ton of interest, right? Because, like you said, this is the conflict. And it has not been definitively solved yet. And, like, if they want to just do another three seasons of build-up so that they can have another conflict that's almost the final one later, like, that just gets in- annoying. Unless there's just a late game, like, Shigaraki, like, you know, came swinging back, like, a gotcha moment, like, you know, yeah. like, gotcha bitch, you know, like... I feel like... I would be up for that, you know, like, yeah. I, it, just, it feels kind of... 
I don't know. Like, if, I would just be kind of bummed if it just becomes like them against Gigantamachia for five episodes, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Shigaraki's well, gone." We Let's I, clean up. You know, like there's probably gonna be some fallout with Toga and Dobby is still around, and I'm sure like they'll oh, throw yeah. monkey wrenches. But like, it is still like flavors of the same dish, though, right? Like, it's like mm-hmm. we're going to deal with the fallout of this conflict, and now maybe like some secondary conflicts like those two characters for a little bit but then what you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. the question but then what but i guess we'll see we will see um spy family episode 22 start of a new arc it feels like um (laughs) this is some of the silliest shit the show has ever done this is some of the silliest shit the show has ever done i uh but you know what i'm on a sports anime kick yeah and I was fine with it. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. funny. It was silly. I actually really like this uh, fr- or, uh, Nightfall character. Um, yeah, she's working now. It, it, it's so funny how, you know, it, you know, you know, call it a hypocritical if you want or a double stand. But like, this works way more than the Yuri stuff does. The Yuri stuff I find yeah. is just creepy. No, and the Yuri stuff is, falls flat for me. Yeah, but like this is like again, you know, funny enough, like it's you know flavor of the same dish. You know, it's it's one hundred percent, you know, you know, same same. Maybe not quite because it's you know the dude's obsessed with the sister there. Yeah, but but I know what you mean. But it's like it's just funny. I think it's like I don't think I've seen a show that does like inner. Maybe I don't know. Kaguya-sama has some really good inner dialogue, like you know, like in the middle of like trying to analyze a scene or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think like I feel like. You know, because they've done Anya, they've done, you know, Lloyd and all that. Kind of like, you know, his reading of situations. But this Nightfall character is so funny. Like how, like, insane she goes and stuff. Yeah, she's absurd. But, uh, yeah. Really. And I I wouldn't have thought that, I, like, that kind of humor would have worked for me in the past. But yeah. I think, like, they introed her character pretty well. I will also say, one thing that straight up made me laugh was when they're playing against like their first match and they're meant to be like up against hardcore underground <laughs> tennis players and these dudes literally have like claw marks on their face and i was like this is like you're insinuating that like it's that intense down here <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah they were some of those you know those gangster tennis players you always hear about <laughs> they all have scars and uh burn marks yeah. I love I love the cutaway gag of the dudes come out, they're on the steroids and yeah, like they're like so they're like cracking jokes and they get into the match and like you don't even see the match, it's just over and they're all passed over the bench. Such like like, ah yeah, the budget wasn't there for that, but also, you know, comedy wise it works perfectly. It did work perfectly. No, I, um I'm really it, it's so funny because you and I in part one were so like Yeah, Spy Family's good. Yeah, yeah, we're enjoying it, we're watching it, da, da, da. but like the past like you know, honestly I uh, I think the first three episodes of part two, three four episodes didn't really work for us, but since then, like it's been they've been knocking out of the park. I've been really really enjoying. Yeah, it's an easy show. fun watch every yeah. Saturday. I watch that, and then I watch um, My Hero Academia because like mm-hmm. they they're so different. Yeah, um, Saturday shows. Yeah, man, they're, but they're both like such fun Saturday shows. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's let's talk news a little let's bit. Do it. I feel like there's a lot. You start us off. So, Disney, um, once again... Who's that? Yeah. They're uh, they're doing a little bit of anime jail again. Uh, this yeah. time, apparently, it's not going to be as bad, but they got Tokyo Revengers, the Christmas showdown. Is that just uh, season two? I believe so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they make it sound like it's a one-off, but I, yeah. I do believe it's the, the first arc of the second season. And that's uh, going to Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I am... Damn, I'm ready for more of the Kamichi. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm all in. 
it's we were so low on it and it like crushed us you know towards the end but i i, I can't deny it. i'm excited for it um on tokyo revengers you're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> like, we'll good see. or bad I'm, we're gonna have some laughs out of it you yeah know? i know there's been some shakeups there's a couple voice actor changes um, I believe it's the same studio, so, you know, here's to, there's a couple pretty goaty looking episodes, grody looking episodes there towards the end, but hopefully we don't get too much of that, but, um, so, um, again, another really cool, uh, announcement is this Project Bullet, uh, it feels like it came out of nowhere, I think Disney kind of went on, like, an announcement spree, yeah, uh, it, like, anime related, but this Project Bullet, it's from the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, do you know if it's the director of Jujutsu Kaisen, or if it's, like, the mangaka? I think it's the manga, like the source material oh, is okay. from the same guy that wrote Jujutsu Kaisen. Sweet. So anyway, so he is getting a Disney Plus original series. Uh, so that is, I think that is a huge step forward for... That does like, sound like a big uh, one. ...outside animation studios. Um, and Jujutsu Kaisen News, uh, it's officially the best-selling manga of 2022 for the second year in a row. That's a lot to of To no one's surprise. Yeah. It's, it's uh, really good. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like, I think I told you, I don't even know if it was on mic, I bought a Jujutsu Kaisen calendar from Shoppers Drug Mart, which is, like, this <laughs> pharmacy slash convenience chain we have in Canada. And, like, it's, like, you know what I mean? I wasn't in the manga section or, like, yeah. in, like, the anime section at a Hot Topic. Like, I bought this at a fucking pharmacy. It's it's getting crazy. I just went to a new uh, Chapters Indigo uh, location. Yeah, yeah. The one that's uh, more pillows than books. Yeah, and uh, well, it was a new store, and they must have had twenty percent of their floor plan reserved to just anime stuff. That's awesome. I love. Uh, I, I love to see manga. I mean, but also merch, like crazy man, and so much, so much Chainsaw Man stuff too. Like it's funny, you know. It's funny, like growing up, you know, wh- whether I knew it or not, like I saw the Bleach stuff, I saw the One Piece, I saw you know the Naruto, like it was everywhere. Yeah, you know, like like through our whole youth like i i never you know at the time didn't watch it but like i always knew it was there and i feel like now anywhere you go like this new kind of big three is you know it's jitsu kaisen and chainsaw man's kind of you see a lot of it now but demon slayer for sure yeah and it's just the merch is everywhere like you know i mean imagine if attack on titan came out today do you think see that's the thing i don't know i think it's still ahead of all those uh, mangas we've just mentioned yes like numerically for uh, units sold but i think Mm -hmm. it it's easy to forget that that it's been going for a decade right about that yeah so like yeah i don't know if they had their first season today i feel like they'd be pretty big it's hard to say like you're right like we're playing if yeah no it's it's so funny because you see like what hits and what doesn't right now like it's it's i love you know the the on reddit and the various forums and all they kind of essentially have like you know the show charts and character charts and like we're essentially yeah. kind of getting the different sites kind of compare and kind of get the litmus test like where people are like their viewing habits are and it's so fascinating how like vastly different the viewership from different sites is based on these shows like you know the you always see it all the time on reddit like you know people saying like oh why isn't this show on this like top 10 list and someone's always commenting saying like oh you should go over to there like it tends to be more popular with like that 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 site yeah. and, like the fans there it's it's so weird how it's funny um, people fall on even just r slash anime like their upvoted discussions mm-hmm. of the week like it'll be you know chainsaw man at number one and then like number two will be like something that could not be further from chainsaw man it'll be like yeah. my dress up darling or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it, it yeah it, the uh the medium has a very wide array right now, and that's that's only a good God. thing. Twenty twenty two. Um, 
Here, I'll take the reins here for a minute. Um, Mandalorian Season 3 coming out March 1st, 2023. Fuck yes. Let's go. We should consider, like, I don't know if we maybe we'll be doing, like, a post-show then or something, but we have to do some kind of discussion for Mandalorian yes. Season 3. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think the last two... You've you've watched them live, and I yep. was behind both seasons by like a year or more. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you remember? Were, you weren't uh, up on that right away. Yeah. Yeah, and now I am, and I was like, yeah, of course. I waited, and then I was like, yeah, I think everyone was right. <laughs> this one's gonna be big. I, yeah. I, yeah. Um, in uh, I've got like back to back Lord of the Rings uh, stories here. Um, one of them matters more than the other, but I thought I would mention this: Bernard Hill, who played King Theoden says that Rings of Power is a money-grabbing venture that he has no interest in. He also said they went way too far with the Hobbit series, and he feels like it, it, that it lacks integrity. But he wishes everyone the best. <laughs> yeah. it's. I love, like, I love quotes like that because it's like, wow, well, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, you're speaking about it right now, so, like, you're a part of the problem you're speaking against mm-hmm. and also getting your own little limelight there, but... Yeah, you're not wrong. You know? No, of like, course he's not wrong. You're kind of stating the obvious. It, it's so funny how, you know, this is news. Like, everyone has been saying this. It's funny when actors or just people in general, like, people within the industry, when they say the quiet part out loud, right? Like, we were, I hate to do this again, but we, we were off mic and we were talking about The Rock. And it's like, how is no one saying the quiet part out loud here? You know mm. what I mean? Like, about how this guy's kind of super disingenuous and, like, his whole brand is about you know success and working hard but like this guy's a walking pharmacy well you know it's um, funny like last year you know i remember last year we spoke because he uh so tomorrow is the game awards um and he was on it last year and he had like a whole five minute block literally like five minutes of him just on screen like just you could tell he had a script but he just chose to not and was just going on his own little thing and like you know, essentially promoting his own stuff. And that was, like, the date, you know, like, market, last year's Game Awards, where I'm like, I'm fucking out. I'm done yeah. with you, man. Like, I, like, I don't you know, Check out these they, shoes oh. I'm selling with the UFC. Check out oh. this drink that I've sponsored that allows me to succeed. It was the drink. It was the drink. That was what he was really pushing. Yeah, he, uh, I forget what it's called, but he's, uh, anyway, I'm not gonna do The Rock again, but, you know, Tarantino is just coming off this little press tour of, he's like, yeah, I mean, the worst movie era in history is the 80s but it's unmatched of how bad it is compared to today Mm. you know what i mean like it's interesting when people in the know in the industry are like yeah just to be clear this is how i really feel because oftentimes these people are so beholden to those studios and having those relationships that like you don't really talk shit that's just like one of the things you'll notice right is like Mm -hmm. jimmy fallon isn't gonna ask the rock are you on on sauce because like (laughs) they they have the same fucking boss at Warner Brothers or wherever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you just don't ask those questions because it's mm-hmm. not healthy for the industry. Um, but yeah, it's funny for Bernard Hill to be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, that's greedy bullshit. <laughs> so It's so funny because he's so outside of, like, the Hollywood big system. Big time. You know, and, like, it's, it, it's always those people who are, like, you know, outside, you know, outside looking in and just, like, throw that stone. And like, yeah. yeah, there's going to be no backlash from me, so I'm just well, going to be honest. He's, Which, like you know, said, he's sort of outside the system, right? He doesn't give a fuck. Um, he's my king, so whatever the fuck he wants he to is, say, He is my it, king. Um, Rohan for life. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, let's stick with the Lord of the Rings-related things, actually. This the, the, dude, this... I had no idea till I opened up the show notes. This, this bummed me such out. such a bummer. Yeah. This is a bad yeah. one. Um, the fan-favorite role of orc leader Adar from Rings of Power Season 1 has been recast. 
Game of Thrones veteran Joseph Maul has been replaced by Sam uh, Hazeldine, Hazeldine from Peaky Blinders. No idea who In the part. Is. Uh, he looks sim- uh, sort of familiar. I googled him. But, um, I mean, generally speaking, these things tend to come down to, like, oh, I this either guy. scheduling or negotiations or something like that. Like, I sure. remember... Uh, in it's Game not of- always ill will. Yeah, it's not always. I remember in Game of Thrones, they actually... Dario Naharis was an important character, and they recast him between seasons, like, just after he had his, like, premiere. And it was, um, the original guy who was going to play him was the first villain from the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah, and, oh, I I remember the, I remember, like, kind of recognizing that dude, but the guy that replaced him with, he was in another HBO show. He was in, uh, Treme. Yeah. One of the, uh guy from the wire his uh, one of his shows but yeah no i do remember that that was that was a jarring one too because it was such a drastic they, they went completely the other way right like you have to kind of either make the choice to do like a look-alike someone who's gonna kind of be in the same lane so it's not too jarring for audiences mm-hmm. or you got to be like no we're doubling down go for something creative give let's like you know if he was a brunette let's get someone blonde or you know what i mean like they go very different but this is just weird because i remember us both saying that adar was one of the stronger uh, I think he was the, the standout uh, between him and Gladriel. I think yeah, the actress. Uh, but no, the Adar was was fantastic. Yeah, uh, Dave, did you check out the new Guardians trailer that came out? I did. Um, I I'm realizing, and I'm wondering if you've thought about this. Like, I think I'm gonna have a problem like when some of these shows or uh, movies finally roll around because I am not watching all of like Phase Four Marvel. Like, there's just no fucking way. Yeah, no, I, uh, well, I went to go see Black Panther, uh, last right. week or the week before. How was um, it? Uh, didn't love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was fine. Uh, I think that, I think that's probably a worse thing. Mm-hmm. Um, way too I guess, you know, Sparks and Notes, way too long. The lighting was awful. It was, I, I feel like there was parts in the movie that, that was just pitch black. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. see anything. Bad cinematography? Uh, I don't know. It's, it was just a CG fest. I don't know. It was, it was just a little too much. But before the movie, I sat in the parking lot for 40 minutes watching recaps of all the Marvel shows. And I was like, just in case, like, you know, like I'm out of the loop on something in this yeah. movie. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm a little, cause you know, you had, you had mentioned, uh, messaged me this weekend of like, Hey, like, should we watch the, you know, the guardians, uh, holiday mm. special? And, you know, I was like, yeah, I should, I should, you know, I, I can try and find the time. And then like, when it came down to it, I was like, I'm gassed, man. Like, I, I actually have no energy to, to jump into a lot of this. Yeah. So it's... Well, I'll mention it real quick for you. Um, just while we're here on the Guardian special, I would say, like, if you have, like, 45 minutes and it's, like, an afternoon and it's raining, or, like, you know, you want to listen, like, you're in the holiday spirit because it is a Christmas special or it's a holiday mm. special, throw it on. Um, you know what? If they had told me sooner, I would have watched it immediately is that it's mostly, in terms of screen time, starring Drax and Mantis. Oh. And that is, like, a much bigger ad than any of their trailers have done. Damn. Okay. And That's it's good to know, they're so. a great pairing. It's quite funny. He's so, um, the two of them are so fucking good. They get Kevin Bacon. He's funny as shit. Like, that's not a spoiler, it's on all the ads, but... Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I think, it's, yeah, I think I it's not a real Marvel movie, it's, like, somewhere, obviously, in between, like, an episode of their TV, but it's, like, a fun holiday thing. Like, I think that experimentation, we have said time and time again, when the MCU actually empowers its artists to get creative and get weird and try weird shit, like, 
you know, a couple of those episodes of WandaVision and what was that thing by night they did for Halloween? Oh, Werewolf by Night. Werewolf yeah, I heard by that, Night. That actually had a lot of good talk about it. Yeah. yeah, like it seems like when they take swings, it, they tend to hit. And this is not life changing, but I would recommend it on like an afternoon. Sweet. I was on, you know, I was like a couple alcoholic eggnogs in by the time mm. I turned it on. So maybe it had, that had it working for it. But I fucking love eggnog. I, right? People think I'm weird. No. Eggnog's not. dope. You're not. It's so good. A little bit of bourbon. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, Guardians 3 is coming out in uh, May 2023. Um, okay. The Last of Us full trailer is out, the HBO show. I'm yeah, assuming you haven't it. seen it. Yeah. No, I just want to go. I just want to see it. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited for Pedro Pascal. Um, and, and to see if they do this right. I will say, Grant, the effects look quite good in the trailer. That the the teaser that I think that we had talked about a few months back uh, looked f- yeah. awesome. So yeah, I'm not I'm not. To, um, I don't think they're pulling punches on this one. I think I they not. know they can't fuck this one up. I hope not. Um, yeah. it, this feels like a big one. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think it's a yeah, sequel to the Fallen baby. Order. Yeah, that's coming in March too. We got I'm a lot so of shit coming in March. I'm so excited for this. You have no idea. I love that last one. Yeah, that was a beautiful game. Um, yeah. I haven't played many games. We talked about that a lot, but I played that one and it was great. And lastly, uh, MAPPA, in its bid to put every other anime studio out of business, is going to be animating One Punch Man Season 3. And I didn't even know they were doing a Season 3. So, take that. Uh, I I remember them announcing a Season 3, but I remember they were kind of sparse on details of who was doing it, but MAPPA being involved is no uh, no surprise. Dave, have you ever just thought about, like, getting into, like, you know, wrist insurance? wrist you know, like, insurance yeah for like animators and stuff like that you know, oh like, like as a as an entrepreneurial venture yeah yeah because yeah. i feel like yeah. we'd like make gangbusters they probably all got alone arthritis <laughs> tendonitis they probably have yeah i, I i've seen oh, uh yeah those corridor digital guys like some of them are wearing like yeah wrist guards yeah um just because of all the pointing and clicking and whatnot for digital animation um, before before we move on from the newsfeed, I know I, I I knew I was forgetting something to add to our newsfeed today, but I had sent you an article from the CEO of Wit and uh, Wit Studio and Production IG. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did an interview with uh, Anime News Network, and you know I I really I really recommend people go and read this. It's a very short, it's very well translated, uh, it's very clear and concise, but I highly recommend people read it. Uh, some very, very interesting things are brought up about, like, kind of, like, the state of, like, crunch and, you know, relationships uh, with, like, Netflix. Because, you know, Wit Studio has done a couple projects, like Bubble and Vampire in the Garden. Yeah. Um, but he kind of, like, you know, flagrantly says some things about, like, working with Netflix that I have never, ever, ever, ever seen anyone say. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, just kind of, like... Yeah, no, like, the along the lines of, like, yeah, their expectations are, like, a little ridiculous there. <laughs> like, you know, like, hmm. we can only do what we can. And, you know, like, we're we're, try- we're still trying to figure out, like, their model. And their model doesn't necessarily work with everyone. And it's just, like, you know, it's not, like, you know, you know uh, crazy things he's saying. But it's just, like, I feel like in any medium, whether it's anime or TV or movies, like, just kind of, like, so open of, like, yeah, like, they don't exactly have it figured out either. And, like, but we're still, like, want to continue, like, a relationship with them to get it right. And it just, it seemed, like, so, uh, it was just foreign to me. I was like, wow, that's kind of honest. And uh, talking about how, like, you know, things, you know, like, Netflix and Amazon and Disney, you know, people are complaining about them, you know, because they're getting all, like, these anime contracts or whatever. Yeah. But he makes the point of, like, 
yeah, like, but we're getting, you know, better wages and we're able to pay our people more and we can reduce on crunch and this and that. And like, you know, again, he's the CEO of a company. He wants to say there's no crunch and like the working conditions are better, but it, it, you know, it's, it kind of seemed a little genuine there. So, um, if anyone check out anime news network, it's probably at the close to the top of the site uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, at, yeah, at maybe, maybe we'll but, share uh, the story in the, on our yeah, Instagram. Was, like I said, it was short. It was just very fascinating because you don't see, always see a, a little peek in well, the curtain like it's that. Like we just said a minute ago and at the top of the news feed, like it's funny when industry working people have these odd moments of honesty because it mm-hmm. feels like everyone else is the norm is to be buttoned up and like you don't talk about that stuff because you don't want to hurt your relationship with the studio, right? Like this yeah. this is a great example. Most mm-hmm. people who do work with Netflix don't talk about how hard it is to work with Netflix, right? They just hope they get to work with them again. And get that get that check again. Also, uh, he flat out says why they didn't continue uh, Attack oh. on Titan. Wow, really? Okay, don't don't yeah. that's don't no. tell me. Yeah, there's your no, no, teaser no. audience. There's your teaser. So that was, and I think it was something we all kind of knew, but it was just like confirmation. It was kind Interesting. of nice to see. Okay, yeah. well, that's that's just, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna read the the rest. Um, all right. In the meantime, we got a couple more animes to talk about here, Grant. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start with Tyrion Eternity. <laughs> You go. Dave, I don't know why. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> this okay. Just for the listener, season two, both our coverage of it and its content has been tumultuous. I'll just say that we have yeah. been yeah. we've uh, been a little critical of it because it is a bit of a departure from season one. Um, well, it's a major departure from season one. So, what did you think of season two, episode seven? There's your spoiler warning, Dave. I I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one side of it is like you know I'm getting a whiff of this kind of coming to an end uh-huh. of what we're currently going through. So that's I think you know it's kind of like a other side of the other side of the bridge uh, feeling. But you know, it's weird because you and I like we're kind of like unsure with like where we stand with the characters and like they're also not. That's kind of like a big theme. Like no one really knows like where they stand with everyone. Like it's kind of like a little bit of deception going on, and yeah, they're really juggling a lot of elements, you know, and and philosophies and this and that. But it was kind of nice. I think the biggest um, offender this season or uh, is you know Bon uh-huh. or Bonchin or, or Bonchan, whatever his name Prince is. Prince Bon, whatever. Prince Bon, sorry. Um, and it was kind of see him just be like flat out like yeah, like I'm like I'm a bum. I'm an enabler, you know, and it was just like, okay, well, like, all right, you, you realize it, and, um, yeah, I don't know, it's, you know, like, it wasn't, like, doing anything crazy by, by any means, like, obviously, Fushi escaped, like, you know, like, <laughs> I know the show is a legacy, he's not gonna be stuck there mm-hmm. forever, but, um, I don't know, it's, I think it's kind of, in a way, like, with the messages they were trying to get across kind of land this episode a little bit. Uh, just you know, based on the fact, but again, but even like it doesn't all work, and you know, it came to the point like you know the the whole balancing of like the scales, and I was like, oh my god, like is that you know the the uh, the servant character is like losing all all that weight, and that's why it's like lowering down. It was just very very weird, like yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. It's sloppy. <laughs> it was sloppy, but you know, like I said, there wasn't. And he, like, he has, like, this big grandiose moment, like, oh, Fushi, I'm going to save you. But, like, at least he kind of got it out, saying, like, you know, I had used you and whatnot. So it was, uh, it was, um, I think it was a worthwhile episode. And, like I said, I think we're, you know, hopefully on the other end of it there. And we get some, a little bit of improvement going forward. But uh, well put. I am I am ready for this to be over. Yeah, I think I'm largely on the same page. Like, 
I, I don't want to shit all over it. Uh, what I will say is this is one of the stronger episodes of this Prince Bond arc. Um, he His character has had a real arc. I don't want to detract from that. Yeah, and like, 100%. I'm sure they're, you know, who's to say uh, maybe everyone else loves this, right? Or, and maybe it was depicted really well in the manga I as well. I do think we're like the the vocal minority who are like not into it. Yeah. From what I've read, yeah. So, which is, I don't get that. Which but. is ironic, but... Whatever, right? Like, we, we feel how we feel. I will say, like, as much as I think this arc, this is the, you know, the stronger uh, end of what they've done with this part of the story, I, I still feel like it's not the story I signed up for. Um, and that's, you know, whatever. Definitely not. Maybe I'm a little butthurt about that, but it is what it is. It's my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to keep watching. I'm excited to see where they go from here. And, you know, like, it's, it's not always good to base your... Um, not trying to base your journey on like the op of a show but like they show so much in the op and that could be like seasons away it could not be stuff that even happens in this season but like i think there's more characters and i know there's more to come yeah so like i'm not upset by any means you know like we had a bad arc last season i moved past it i was excited for season two it's i think it's no different now like just you know this is behind us it's a thing that happened and if the story improves and improves if it doesn't you know well we'll uh we'll see but yeah um, True say. It got renewed for a second season, so like there is some confidence in the show and the story. You mean right? a third? Like, oh, no, no, no. But like this season, this season? like yeah. the fact that it got a second season, where you know, like not everything gets a second season right off the bat. True. You know, so there's... I, the manga is over, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I heard. I read that recently. So I wonder how much is left. Yeah. I wonder how many more seasons they can pump out. Uh, I'll be watching for a little while. I'm, I'm gonna finish the season, and we'll we'll do like a review of all these shows, like a because a lot of them are gonna wrap up around the same time, um, and we'll see how it goes. Um, all right, talking about something that's having an incredibly strong run. Yeah, you want to cry? Want to cry a little bit? You guys feel like tearing up? Um, <laughs> I let's, did. Let's I'll talk about uh, Mob Psycho season three, episode nine. There's your spoiler warning. Episode ten came out today, but if you may remember. We're recording a day late. We haven't seen episode 10 yet. Apologies. Let's just talk about episode 9 for now. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start us off this time. I, You know, it's weird because I feel like I'm repeating myself and only with Mob Psycho when I say this is one of my favorite episodes of the show they've done. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're just having a very, very strong season. Um, and this, I don't know, man, just on paper, I don't like this kind of stuff. Sure. Like, this just isn't up my alley. Um, like, if you were to say, hey, Dave, like, there's this heartfelt kind of young shonen, and then this whole episode is about asking out a girl, and then he asks oh, all of his friends for advice, I'd be like, dude, I don't want to watch that. Like, I appreciate, you know, the adolescence and the, and the, all these stories kind of rehashing youth and all these, like, fun moments in puberty, and, like, I get it. Um, but generally speaking, that's not for me. But I just care a lot, I think, for... Mm-hmm. This character that they've had us invest in for three years. Um, and I felt oddly proud of him. I know that sounds so absurd. No, Dave. <laughs> but I haven't I really felt that you. way. Uh, yeah, truly. You know, I've, I've felt like really connected to a lot of protagonists. Um, and Mob's one of them. But like, yeah, in, in a way, I'm not used to feeling. It's, it's uh, I don't know, it's, it's cathartic watching this show. It truly is. And you know, the... Um... You know, Mob is is such an incredible character, but I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, you know, like a lot of 
anime in this kind of you know subgenre it's like you live or die by the ensemble cast right yeah and the mob cycle is one of the most heavyweight uh you know background characters of, of of any show like you know between you know like the body improvement club and the you know the the yeah. tele- telepathy club and reagan and shirazawa and hanazawa you know like everyone like the you know the callbacks the character you know older characters like the flower shop guy and like the animation in the flower shop dave like come on man like fucking just you know studio bones just out here like taking everyone's lunch yeah <laughs> like, man. A, like a three second like just shot of a flower you know of just yeah. a flower shot it was just it blows my mind but it's funny it's like yeah even if they don't have a fight in an episode they're like well it's in the budget so like yeah. just make everything else beautiful yeah, we got this money to spend. Let's just go for yeah, it. But, yeah, I don't know, but I'm down with it, man. I just, I love, and you know, like, again, I'm more, you know, this is definitely more my wheelhouse with these types of shows, and this is my bread and butter, but, like, even then, like, it's still a cut above a lot of that. You know, like, the, it, it'd be so easy to make, you know, Mob going from group to group and character to character, you know, asking them about, you know, how he should ask out, you know, you know, the, the girl yeah. and whatnot, and all their answers are so true and genuine to who they are. Yeah. You know, like there's, there, I, I, you know, I also love that none of them had confidence other than maybe like Reagan. Like, yeah. And even that Reagan's like, like oh, looking up answers know. on his phone. And, <laughs> and I love Shira's always like, oh yeah, I guess master doesn't know everything. But yeah. Um, I, it, it's so funny. Like you know, there's so many scenes and so many characters and like right off the bat, you know, uh, I, I always forget the, the, he's one of the members of the te- telepathy club. He's the one in the, it's the scene where the, the teacher makes the announcement about, uh, Subane or uh, is leaving or is moving mm-hmm. and, uh, or, or Subane, what, I'm like, not her name. Anyways. And it cuts to that character, like in the club and he's like, oh yeah, like I forgot, like mom had feelings for this girl. Yeah. And it's just like, that's such like a tender moment of like a, you know, a friend, like thinking of his friend, you know, like it's, I don't know. It, it seems so silly you know to talk about it but like if you watch the episode if you've spent time with these characters this is such a powerful episode like all the moments leading up even especially the ending but um yeah the ending there's a really big twist and spoiler warning but like he he, he, mob gets pretty hurt do you think he's gonna be okay i think he just loses his powers Ooh. i think i think i think wow fucking ladybug just hit me in the fucking face (laughs) Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he just gets, you know, hit in the head hard enough and he somehow, like, either he blocks out his powers completely or he reverts and, you know, it's a sad story and he goes back to his old ways where he kind of holds everything in. I don't know. It's, but uh, I don't, uh, I don't think he dies. I really yeah, don't I don't think he dies. He dies. Um, I think the losing the powers is like the front runner for the theory. I think that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That wouldn't even be so tragic, would it? Like, he might just finally be able to be a kid. He wouldn't, he wouldn't notice the difference because he's living yeah. a life without, you know, Reagan from the get-go is like, you don't use your powers on people or like, you know, yeah. mundane stuff there, you know, like just, you know, be a person because that's who you are. And, you know, that's always been Reagan's message from the get-go. And that I think, I think we're due for like a very big one-on-one Reagan and mob moment, like yeah. just the solo, no background characters, whether it's in the hospital, because, you know, like. Reagan truly has been like a you know as much of a scumbag as he is and I know we all love him but at the end of the day he has been a father figure to, yeah. to mob in, so, oh, in yeah. so many ways like a mentor literally and I think I think we, I think the fans are are overdue for like just a really good like a send out between the two of them and uh, I think that might be the ending God I just want that now is it twelve episodes or ten 
I think it's 12. Yeah, okay. It's 12, so 12 or 13. More. Yeah. All right. God. Strong, strong It season. was announced. I know Crunchyroll made a post. You know, we were bitching about it earlier. But they flat out said the last arc has begun. Uh, for this week's episode. Or, I guess, yeah, for this episode of last course. week. So it's... I think it's all encompassing. Kind of... Everything's going to be wrapped around this. It's not going to like kind of like cut and then have like another one-off episode. I think it's all going to be encompassing. So. All right. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm really yeah, I'm really too. digging season three. Um, it... Did you get a chance to watch any Blue Lock? <laughs> no. No, it's fine. You've been after me for many shows that I have like just refused outright to watch. But what I will say <laughs> um, is I'm on episode nine. I'm caught up on Blue Lock. And I'm... I'm actually curious, and I'd be curious about your take, which is why I want you to eventually watch this. But like, I will. Believe me, I will. I'm curious um, if there are, like, manga fans out there. Like, it feels like Blue Lock is doing... They're pulling out a lot of the stops early. Like, they're mm-hmm. hitting a lot of, like, the big plot points slash character development moments. Like, we're only on episode nine, and there have been, like, quite a few twists and turns already. And it just makes me wonder, like, how do they keep this up? Like, do, how do they have a... Because I know the manga is very popular. So, like, mm. I'm just curious, like, do they maintain this strength of schedule? Do they ever take their foot off the, off the gas? Is there going to be a season where they're just training or a time skip? Like, um, well, I only ask that because, like, so far it's been pretty strong. There was one mini arc that was, like, an episode and a half that I really... That I didn't like. But, mm. like, other than that, it's been pretty solid. Um... So yeah, I'm just curious to see how long they can keep this up, but I'm enjoying it. It's great to have a sports anime like in my library right now. Yeah, like I think, you know, again, my only real experience is high, you know, with a sports anime is high Q and, you know, it, it did a really good balance of like the on and off the the court, but yeah. I think I think it comes down to like there there's like two types of sports shows and there is the one where it's this, it strikes a balance between the two and then there's something a little more akin to Blue Lock where it's just like, you know, head down the entire time. And then like yeah. it just keeps going at that pace for like season to season. Um, but I think Blue Lock kind of, per, if I think it might, it could even be the outlier because I think from the get-go, the message is like, it is different and it is kind of setting a different tone than sports animes usually do, right? Like the whole kind of, you know, like we're all badasses or whatever, but like even it's different from that too. It's, I don't know, the show is yeah. fascinating. Like, the love the I of any you know it's funny like Chainsaw Man is hyped and you know Mob Psycho and you know My Hero and all like they're getting all this love everywhere, but funny on Twitter just like in my feed nothing comes close to Blue Lock like the amount of people talking about Blue Lock is oh, really? crazy yeah it's just funny. the hype it could be in tandem with the the World Cup because there's a lot of like cross promotion yeah between the Japan team and and the Blue Lock like IP which is cool to see. But uh, yeah, no, a lot of a lot of blue lock going on right now. But I'm I am looking forward to watching it Tight. again. I'm, I think I'm mentally ready to kind of jump yeah, back into gotta, where I left off. We just gotta get a couple of these things off our plates, right? Like yeah. uh, a couple shows are gonna be wrapping up here. We'll have a little bit room for a little bit of room for more uh, more. Isn't it crazy, dude, that we were covering Rings of Power and Hot D in the middle of all this? Like this is so much content. I know second season, baby. Um, <laughs> all right. So speaking of content, that's it for this week. But we're going to talk about the Q&A. Um, yeah. A reminder, hit up our Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. Mondays or Tuesdays, um, we usually have a post in our stories where you can ask anything in these Q&As. Um, you know, typically entertainment, TV, movie, anime related. Um, Grant, I'm so stumped by this. 
Mm. Are there any anime Christmas holiday specials or movies that you're aware of? And if so, can you recommend one? So there's one that I know, like I know for a fact is like, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a movie. It's an anime movie. It's quite pop. It's called Tokyo Godfathers. Um, it is set in and around Christmas. Um, I know that's like a very popular one. Uh, I, I've always wanted to see it. My plan was actually watch it this year um, because it's on Netflix. But um, I know other than that, I can't think of like movie wise specials. Um, there was, <laughs> I think you and I, there was a My Hero Christmas episode that you and I both really liked. Uh, oh shit, you're right. Might've been last year. Like you, I think it was probably like the funniest episode in the whole season. Oh, uh, you're totally right. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I when I saw the questions, the first thing I thought of. You know, I would like, even yeah. like I would even like a show that takes place just like during Christmas or the holidays, mm. but I can't think of one. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't have a Christmas one. Eh? No, like even like a little side bit. But if you're listening to this and you have, if you're and you're yelling at your phone because you know yeah. about anime, like let us know because we would watch. Yell it. into the comments. Yeah. yeah, or if there's a movie too, like I I would watch an anime Christmas movie just to see how weird it is. Um. Yeah, all right. Uh, second question and last question. We can end on this. Name your favorite Pokemon and why. Dave, you should answer yours first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, Ninetales. Ninetales. Good stuff. I yeah, like dude. that. It's cause, and the why is because he's suave. He, she. Mm. Uh, Ninetales is suave, comma, elegant, mm. comma, like the man himself, Dave. Well, I almost mm. just said my last name. Everybody ease up. Um, <laughs> we've had to edit those out before. Um, yeah, I've spent some long nights editing my last name. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I like that. So I like Ninetales because it's a beautifully majestic, kind of mysterious Pokemon. Um, the other ones that I thought of after that were like Rapidash, Nidoking. They're like Safari type. Oh, yeah. Nidoking, yeah. It, it's uh, majestic. You know what I mean? Um, I remember being so choked because, like, I had Pokemon Red growing up, yeah. and Vulpix and Ninetales was a blue exclusive. Mm. Like in Red, I think we got. As if they did that, eh? those bastards. Yeah, but like you know, I had no idea. Like I remember having like the strategy guide and being like, "What the fuck? I can't get this fucking Pokemon." Yeah. I, I wanted Ninetales so bad. I'll tell you one thing, Grant. If you answer this and your answer isn't within the first hundred and fifty original Pokemon, we're gonna have a problem. What my favorite? Yeah. Oh, no, for sure it is. Yeah. Okay, Va- go ahead. Va- Vaporeon. Ooh, strong. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, I always like Vaporeon. Out of the, like, the, the original three EV- evolutions there. Yeah. Um, I always really like Vaporeon. If I had to go... See, I almost picked Eevee when I saw that question come in. Oh, yeah, Eevee's clutch. Um, Vaporeon's great. I, I always really liked Haunter and Gengar. Yeah, Gengar's a big one. And it feels like uh, like taking a legendary Pokemon is cheating. Like, you can't take one of the birds. Of course. Yeah. Or Mewtwo or Mew. Like, that's yeah. just cheating. Um, so, yeah. What else did I like? I really liked um, Pinsir. Do you remember him? Yeah, that's like so Pinsir. weird. You would like a Pinsir. You're a Pinsir I like fella. Bug types. I also really like uh, Victory Bell. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's any, the most any, grand thing I've ever heard. I know. Anytime we play Pokemon, uh, you know, the like the various iterations. Are you, are you in Chris Hufflepuff like, in every Harry Potter quiz you take? Me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think because... Anyway, go ahead. But uh, anytime we play Pokemon, Crin's like, I- I'm always keeping an eye out on a Bellsprout for you, Dad. It's like, thanks, Crin. <laughs> so, yeah, my dad, not that Magmar type. He's that Bellsprout type. Yeah, he likes them Bellsprout. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I like to... That's what I like. It's so funny. 
Yeah, the the, the original. It's so funny because we're we're playing the the most recent ones, the Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna get into that because it's uh, it's not worth anyone's time. But uh, it's it's just funny. Like you see these, you know, the they try and cross. Um, they kind of like make a balance of like getting Pokemon from every era into like that game, and it's just funny to see like you know this time around from like the original 150 this is who gets like the spotlight like they're yeah. bringing back from like the archive it's it's just funny to, to kind of see like who they're yeah well i have to imagine it. their lineup is so big it has to be like a weird rotation right they're officially over a thousand i believe that's absurd yeah crazy um yeah that's a, that's a lot man that's fun when we were kids i remember i knew kids that could recite all 150 in order well, because that you could do it then, you know, yeah. you could it's sit down and like brass tacks. You could like really remember it. You know, yeah. we all had the poster. You yeah. know, God, uh, I remember that poster. Yeah. Gosh, all right, so um, let's not go down nostalgia lane. We'll be here for another hour. Good questions. Thank, Thank you, you for the questions. If you would like your question answered on the podcast, hit us up at Part Time Otaku Podcast on Instagram. Follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else. You listen to podcasts. Uh, I think we're also putting the shows on YouTube now. If you prefer to have like a YouTube tab going in the background, look us up there. Um, we'll be back on our regularly scheduled order of release probably like next week. So we'll be back on uh, Wednesdays. But I'm thinking out loud now to myself, Grant, we're probably going to have to have some scheduling issues with the holidays. But mm. future David and future Grant, we'll deal with that. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Grant, say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.